Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're always well-dressed. You don't mind wearing a tie. I'm, I'm different than you. I do, I'm not a f- fan of ties. What do you like better between doing TV and radio? Oh man, they're so different. They're they're just so different. I I find myself in, I enjoy them both for different reasons. Obviously, when you're when you're doing a the the call on the game with curbs, you know you're you're talking fans through the nuts and bolts and the whys and the hows of each play and how plays led up to another. So there's a lot more time, and, and you got to get in, you got to get out quickly. Uh, you, you don't have time to think; you just have time to react because the play's constantly going. So you kind of stay on you kind of stay on top of it quite a bit. Now on the flip side, if you do the TV stuff, it's now you got at the intermission, for example, you have two three segments. You only got a minute here, two minutes there, and they're going to show you a couple goals. It's more big picture, and then you only have a, a short amount of time to kind of break down some of the bigger things. So it, it's a good balance. I like bouncing back and forth. And, and the good news for me, Randy, as you know, between Alexa on the TV side and Scotty Warman at times, and and one of the best all time, and Chris Kerber uh, for the radio call, it's. I'm in good hands as I've got great hosts and good play-by-play guys with me. Joey, do you watch any other sports? And if so, which ones? What do you like to watch? I love, Kier, I love watching volleyball. It's like my really? all-time favorite sport to watch. And I was watching the Wisconsin and Georgia Tech game yesterday with my daughter, Summer. She's a volleyball player. Okay. My wife, of course, played volleyball in college. That's where we met at Northeastern. So I've always enjoyed watching volleyball games with my daughter now. She, she plays high-level volleyball. And I, I loved, quite frankly, back in the college days, some of my, my favorite mornings were Sunday mornings because volleyball and hockey were the same season. So the, the men's hockey team, we always would play Friday, Saturday night. And then after that, my, my, my wife would play Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning. So I would always fit, wrap up our, our game and game series Saturday night. And then, of course, Sunday morning, I would go watch her second game it was always a day off for us, more relaxing and, and enjoyable. Sorry for the kids in the back. <laughs> we enjoy it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that right now is not a good time for me to be in the car with them because now you're driving down the street, and they, every time they see Santa, like, Santa! Or like, Reindeer! <laughs> so they're very lively back there, but I'm doing uh, doing double duty as my wife's in Chicago with my son's hockey tournament. So trying to make everything work, as you guys know, never easy. Joey V, uh, at my YMCA, there's a giant Santa right next to the swimming pool. Did you ever envision Santa as a swimmer? You know, I never did <laughs> until I watched the uh, until I watched the, the Christmas Vacation. Oh, I think we lost him. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we know. We'll, we'll get Joey back. We'll get him back. Yeah. I love Joey's answers. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. We lost you. We lost you when you said Christmas Vacation. Oh, I, you know, what I said, I never thought of Santa uh, with Christmas Vacation, 
until I uh, until I saw Christmas Vacation. You know the scene with the the girl in the swimsuit with a melancholy mako is the thing. <laughs> you know that that was one of my favorite scenes from the movie. Obviously, and I never thought about Santa in the swim swim trunks until I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you think of everything. By the way, how is Elf on the Shelf going? You're doing that oh, right Elf- with your kids. Randy, I'm gonna send you a photo. I'm gonna send you a photo now of the elf on the show. He he is he is a little Dickens. He is a little Dickens. This little chippy. He's getting in the hot chocolate lately. Um, you know he. The other day, I woke up and there was a, a puddle. There was a puddle on my hardwood floor, and I thought, what the heck is this? There was a baby carrot and a couple little black dots, like got coffee beans, and there was a note from Chippy, and he said, "I brought you back a snowman." I apologize. I think it may have melted. <laughs> anyway, I got my, uh, I got my, oh, this is going to cost me a little bit. And I'll, I'll be sending Chippy uh, an invoice if he can bring it to Santa to the North Pole here in the next couple days. Very nice. Nice. Well, Joey, I do want to ask you at least a little bit of some Blues hockey questions. What in the world happened between the two Vegas games? Obviously, you had a great performance for the Blues when they go to Vegas, winning 2-1 to one in overtime, and then they were playing well in the first period the other night, and then things just really just opened up. The floodgates opened up for the Blues. 49 shots allowed were the most by the Blues since November seventeenth, 2021. Joey, what happened in that game? You know, I think that, Brooke, obviously the, the penalty trouble was, was the obvious one. The Blues, you know, started to become a little bit undisciplined. You know, I know they, then they got frustrated as, you know, the penalties were lopsided in a sense that there was more going against the Blues' favor. I actually look back on some of the penalties. I think the majority of them were penalties by the NHL standards. I know the fans didn't love it. I know the Blues probably didn't like it because it was a little lopsided. But there are certain games where maybe you just get a little undisciplined, your sticks are out of control, and I think for the most part, but they were penalties. So then from there, you know, it gets a little more uncharacteristic as you have too many men, you can't afford to do that. And then it's unsportsmanlike in the third. So, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights power play is exceptional, as we all know that. Even back to Monday's game they won, it was their power play and Jack Eichel that, that pushed that game into overtime. And I think for the Blues, it's, it's got to be a great learning lesson where you, know, you lose your composure. You have to kind of make sure you always are under under control because when you're killing that many penalties, not only is it going to hurt you on the scoreboard as it did the other night, as Craig Berube mentioned after the game, it, it requires so much energy and, and so much energy from only half the team. You know, you always think about the killers. Oh, Sunquist is probably going to be exhausted. Robert Thomas is going to be exhausted. And you're right about that. But a lot of times fans don't understand on the flip side, what about all the players who are, aren't even on the ice, like the Jordan Kyrus, right, the Jake Neighbors? Some of, your, some of your top goal scorers right now, instead of being out there five-on-five five or maybe getting a power play or you know six-on-five at the very end, now all of a sudden they're on the bench just kind of getting cold, trying to shake their legs to keep them moving. So too many penalties for a lot of different reasons really disturb the, the routine and the rhythm of that game. Joey, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, uh, we're, we're watching this team and, you know, Jake Neighbors has been playing really well. Uh, a few of the guys have been playing. Some of the younger guys. Is there anyone that you think that you just want to see more from that that just isn't showing up just enough and, and could help this team be more consistent? You know, Kerry, I don't know if there's an individual that really comes to mind, but I think I think what this team really needs, uh, kind of spin your question to, to something they've been thinking about, I think what this team really needs is that is that you know Keegan Colasar line you know for the fourth line of the Vegas Golden Knights you know I think that you look at the way they used to have that back in the day with the Sunquist Barbashev Steen 
that was obviously a special fourth line. You go back to the Reeves and the Porter days of even with Ken Hitchcock. Uh, every every team, I think, really needs that driver. When when the game, maybe you're down, or maybe you need some momentum, or something needs a shift in the game. This is my fixer line. This is the line that Craig Ruby can say, "You three go." You don't even need to tell them what to do. They know exactly what the game needs because they have a really good temperature, and then they're students of the game. And of course, they got the work ethic to back it up. That was what was so special about the Steen, Sunquist, and Barbashev line. Now, I think the Blues had something very close to this earlier in the year, and even Craig Ruby called it that identity line, and it was Sammy Blay, Jake Neighbors, and Oscar Sunquist. I think it's been a little bit disrupted for good reason, as you mentioned, Jake Neighbors, Kerry, because you know Jake Neighbors gets called up to that top line, and now he was the first Blue to double digits, and now he's got 10 goals in the year. So he's taken full advantage of his opportunity. But as he moves up, now in that vacant spot, we have a you know bit of an issue on that bottom six where I don't know if Craig Ruby right now has that line where he can say, go out there and go get it. It also begs the question, do you end up maybe digging into Springfield a little bit? We haven't really had any call-ups. Knock on wood, the Blues have been very healthy. But maybe a Nathan Walker, someone with a little, little energy, a little zip, who can bring it to that fourth line uh, is certainly something I think the Blues can use. All right, Joey V, last thing. In Take It or Leave It, Kerry brought up a player from Louisville, a basketball player, <laughs> that couldn't play the first half because he didn't have the right tights to wear. Uh, you've told the the epic story about the um, uh, about Sidney Crosby and his superstitions. Have you ever had a, a teammate or been around somebody who, because of a superstition or because of maybe uh, – wardrobe for the, the game could not play just wasn't able to go you know listen I know that I know Sidney Crosby was superstitious I don't think anything would have prevented him I don't think it would prevent any hockey player <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to that sport but I don't think any hockey player would have the dignity because there's this there's this culture in hockey where you'd have to explain it to your teammates and that is just a no-no like I am not like it's hard enough for me when I back in the day getting a haircut and then showing up at the rink the next day. I mean, you just get physically and mentally and emotionally abused uh, through a haircut. Um, so, but but I will say uh, the only the only wardrobe thing that was really uh, in it, uh, not an issue, but it was just something to be aware of when we were in Pittsburgh. So Sydney, we were the only team when we were in Pittsburgh to have one set of equipment. A lot of fans don't know this, but a lot of like the Blues team, for example. They have their centene set of equipment, and they have their enterprise set. They have two sets of equipment. They don't they don't shuffle their equipment back and forth like like kids do. So it's easier on the trainers when they're moving from practice facility to game facility, and then the stuff is just there. Pittsburgh and the Penguins are the only team in the National Hockey League that only have one set of equipment. Why would you do that? Especially at the time, their practice facility, I think it still is about 25, 30 minutes away, so it's hard on these trainers. Well, the reason was because Sidney Crosby has a jock that he has used since he was playing junior. And this thing is like, it, 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 it is a disaster. Like, it's hanging on by a thread. It reminds you of that, like, chewed-up dog toy, like your, your, your dog's favorite toy, like the eyeballs are sticking out and the cotton's everywhere. Like, that's what his jock looks like. But he, he will not, he refuses to wear any other jock. So because Sidney Crosby's jock, the training staff in Pittsburgh, they have their work cut out for him as long as he's in the National Hockey League. <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. Uh, Joey V, you're the best. Uh, and I'm assuming that you're doing uh, television tonight, right? 
I'm going to do the TV side. Of the, I believe I'm with the great Scotty Warman here tonight and tomorrow. Alexa Dat's going to be doing uh, play-by-play for the Slough Billikens. So me and the great Scotty Warman will be on Bally here tonight starting at 530. Uh, looking forward to it. All right. We'll be tuned in. As always, thanks. It's great to talk to you, sir. Have a great weekend. We love you. See you later. Thank you, three. I love you guys as well. Have a great weekend.